Are you here? Oh, come on. You know I'll be real with you. A hundred percent real. I already know you're here. You're here. And we love you for it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Paul Leslie Hour. Now, I want to tell you a little story since you've landed here. This is about, well, it's about the interview you're about to listen to. It was first broadcast on radio and has been tucked away ever since. Now, this one goes into the way back machine, way back. Paul was, well, green, just a rookie, a kid. He was recording this interview with Jules Harkness, also known as Julie Harkness Arnold, at a very luxurious hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, at the time, Jules was dancing with the Jimmy Buffett and Coral Reefer Band, the much younger Paul was told what a kind, sweet woman Jules is. And that's very true. Now, Paul was asked about this interview, and all he could do was, well, just tell the truth. You got to tell the truth. When Jules Harkness walked into the room to do the interview, Paul was struck by one fact. What an incredibly, strikingly beautiful woman Mrs. Jules Harkness Arnold is. He forgot for a moment what he was there for. Psst, Paul, you're at a hotel in Atlanta about to do an interview. In fact, he confided to his brotherly traveling confederate, Jeff Pike, that he had almost forgotten to breathe. That's the truth, folks. We tell you this because we respect you. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. Of course, Paul did his best to pretend. It was all business as usual. Now, Jules Harkness, along with Heather D. Perry, were dancers for Jimmy Buffett's Coral Reefer Band. Jules was also known as Julie Harkness Arnold. Now, this interview focuses on the theme of dancing and how Jules found her way into the Coral Reefer Band, auditioning for Jimmy Buffett, oh yeah, and life on the road with the Coral Reefers. What it's been like to dance in front of thousands of people. And then there are many other activities she's involved in. Writing, charity, her husband David A. Arnold's TV and comedy career. Before we get into the interview, just know this. We've been going for 19 years and counting, and we need you. We need more folks to subscribe to The Paul Leslie Hour on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, click on to The Paul Leslie Hour, and it'll keep you up to date on whenever we have new content for you. It's cool, and it's easy, and it's free. Now let's take you to that interview with Julie Harkness Arnold, recorded in Atlanta, and listen to see if Paul was breathing or not. Oh, and before we go, wherever you're listening to this, we just want to say how much we appreciate you. God bless and keep you all. Let's listen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jules Harkness. Jules wears many hats, being a dancer, actress, and media personality. She is also a dancer in Jimmy Buffett's Coral Reefer Band. How are you, Jules? Hi there, Paul. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. 
So, Jules, how did you come to become involved with the performing arts? Well, gosh, it goes way back to when I was in second grade <laughs> when I saw The Wiz performing. It was a Broadway tour that came to Chicago, Illinois. I grew up in Indianapolis, and we headed over there to Chicago, and I absolutely fell in love. I knew immediately that I wanted to dance, I wanted to sing, I wanted to act. And soon after, uh, that was my passion, but I was a late starter. I didn't start dancing until I was 14, and then... In college, I start, I studied the musical theater. I studied dancing and singing, acting, as well as um, psychology. <laughs> so my background's in Broadway, as well as um, Radio City Rockettes. So uh, since you've been kicking it up with the Radio City Rockettes, um, what is that like, and how did that come to be? Wow. Well... When I was in college, I was really, really lucky because I got my first Broadway break and I was cast in the Broadway tour, The Will Rogers Follies. And after touring with that show for two years, I moved to New York City and my first audition, as well as my hardest audition, was for the Radio City Rockettes. It was like a two and a half days of grueling, grueling uh, dancing and singing as well as uh, we had to go through interviews and they started off with 500 girls and by the time they hired everyone there was only seven of us left and so it was a long audition but it was a lot of fun and I stayed with the Radio City Rockettes for 10 years and are, you're still with them correct no I'm not oh. I yes I ended uh, with the Rockettes about actually last year and it was a mutual decision to go our separate ways as well as a good time. It was time for me to move on after giving 10 years of performing with the Radio City Rockettes, but I just spoke to, <coughs> excuse us, our director, and she was like, are you coming back? You want to you want to come back? And I'm like, no, I need a break. So uh, I understand that aside from the dancing uh, sphere, you uh, also have been a part of the movie world um, with uh, the Tom Hanks movie, That Thing You Do, and Bob Roberts. And um, the Jackson Americans, the Jackson's American Dream. Could you tell us a little bit about your uh, cinematography world? <laughs> I sure can. Well, actually, um, I did Bob Roberts when I was still in college. I was really lucky. They cast out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and that was directed by Tim Robbins. It was his directorial debut. So I was really nervous to meet him when I got called in for the audition. But he totally eased me. He was so relaxed. He sat there and had me read some copy. And then he actually just sat and talked for me for a very long time, for about 30 minutes. And soon after, about a day or so, I found out that I got the role. So that was, it was just a blast to work with him. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then also, I, um, my first audition actually when I was in Los Angeles was for Tom Hanks, who was doing his directorial debut for a movie called That Thing You Do. And I, maybe it was beginner's luck or perhaps I had a great, you know, education behind me. But I went in there and I actually went through several auditions. It wasn't just one audition and meeting Tom and then getting the job. I went in for about three or four different auditions and I worked with Tom each time and I finally got the job. Cool. So, Jules, how did you become entwined with the, uh, the world of Jimmy Buffett mm -hmm. being a dancer for? Well, Jimmy. yeah. Uh, well, actually, I have. I give all credit to Heather D. Perry, who's uh, my dance partner in the show. Heather and I uh, 
not grew up. We didn't grow up together, but we grew up doing the Rockettes together. So uh, Heather and I were in the same dressing room at Radio City, and she said that Jimmy was looking for another dancer, and she thought I would be perfect for it. And it was a coveted spot because all the other ladies on the line were like, no, we want to audition. We want to meet Jimmy. We want the part. And uh, sure enough, she made the introduction, and I came in, and I met Jimmy. And ever since then, there has been no turning back. I've been so spoiled doing Jimmy Buffett. I'm like, I don't know if I can ever do the Rockettes again. <laughs> That's hard work, and this is this is really good work. It sounds like you're having a lot of fun. Yeah, we have a blast. I I don't know how you can really put it into words. A lot of people say it's um, you had the best job in the world, and I can go, yeah, I can say <laughs> yeah. that. Sorry, we have a job. you know we have a great time and. The other band members, they're like brothers to me, and the girls are definitely like sisters to me. We just have a great time, and we're all different, but I think that's the great thing about it. A lot of people don't know that, but we're all such different individuals, and I think that's part of um, Jimmy's seasoning, that he's surrounded by these different individuals with different sparks and different lives and things that drive them, that makes them who they are. So what do you think... With all the things you do, what is the best thing about being a coral reefer? What's the best thing about being a coral reefer? <laughs> well, I guess I would want to sit back and do some kind of educational response that sounds really witty and smart. But to be honest, I like flying around in a private jet. <laughs> <laughs> I love flying around in a private jet and staying in these great, magnificent hotels. And, um, you know, laying around on the beach is, is pretty fantastic. <clears throat> One of the things I've noticed about the coral reefer dancers is they have an ability to get not only everybody excited, but they have the ability to make the audience dance, too. <laughs> so what song do you think allows the dancers to really shine during the show? The song that I love performing during the show, well, I have to say, when we get the audience going, I think it's because we're having so much fun ourselves. I really think... You know, this is one of those shows, no matter where you come from, like you could have a really bad day, you could got a, you received a terrible phone call, but by, by the time the, sh the lights come on, you step on the stage, you're having the time of your life. My favorite number in the show, sometimes it's different. Um, it's so funny because my when I ask my husband, I go, what's your favorite song in the show? He'll say Brown Eyed Girl, and I go, but I'm not in that number. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have to say some of my favorite numbers are um, Sun and Cross. I love it when the um, band performs that number because I think they're all singing from a place and an experience from their own personal lives, and it's really their time of giving to the audience. But I think I love um, <clears throat> when we come out and do Fens. And I enjoy doing uh, cheeseburger and paragraph and parag paradise, <laughs> cheeseburger and paragraph and sentence and dot and colon. But uh, cheeseburger and paradise. And now we are dancing on Brown Eyed Girl. So hmm. that's getting up there on one of my favorites as well. And uh, through our pen pal kind of thing, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you've talked about some of the other coral reefers and how some of them are, have become such close friends. And I imagine traveling around in a group like that, you can become pretty close is there any person that you think is like your kindred spirit your 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 friend that's just always you always talk to that person you can always talk to them well i have to say the five girl we're, there's five girls on the on the road 
Amy Lee, Tina Gullickson, Heather D. Perry, Nadir Shakur, and myself, Julie Harkness. And I have to say, all five of us are completely different personalities. I mean, we're just like this rainbow of different women. And, um, but we get along extremely well. And it makes things very interesting because if you have something going on in your life and you want advice, you can get four different perspectives and you, and every one of them can work. Uh, so I'm very, very, very close to the ladies on the road. Um, <clears throat> we spend af- the nights that we have off, we spend together and um, we just do a lot of girls nights together, long dinners, long desserts, long nights with glasses of wine and catching up. And that's really nice. Um, I think Nadira and I are extremely close. She became, she's become like my confidant who I call when I'm, um, not on the road and I can cry to her. But the truth of the matter is I can cry to anybody. I've called Tina going, Oh my gosh, help me, Tina. And she's there full force. And same with Amy and Heather. And you mentioned, um, your husband and a lot of the listeners out there might not be aware that you're married to the comedian David A. Arnold. And for you listeners, I'm going to tell a little story. I got this CD he has called, because I got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> and I was driving up a I-85 North, and I put this in the CD player. And I almost wrecked. It was so funny. <laughs> and uh, Jules, could you tell us a little bit about David and his projects? Sure. Well, yes, I am married to David Arnold. We haven't been married quite a year, but it's getting close. And he is a comedian, which always makes me laugh because when I first started dating him, I was so fearful to go see him perform. I really thought um, his persona in real life, just hanging out, is not always funny. He's not always on. So I'm like, there's no way this guy could be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had these images of going to see him perform and people throwing tomatoes at him. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I can't do it. But sure enough, he has a gift. He has a talent. And along with his stand-up, he's um, directed, produced three different shorts, three different movies. And I've been really um, lucky because I've got to star in them with him. And they've gone to different film festivals across the country and won awards. And one that we recently just did, we produced as a pilot, a television pilot, um, pre- showcasing David as his own star of his own show. So we're really excited to see the outcome of that and the feedback we get from that. And David just received some great news that he will be going on The Tonight Show and doing work with Premium Blend for Comedy Central. So we're keeping our thumbs crossed, our fingers crossed, (laughs) and our thumbs as well, (laughs) Uh, just for, you know, every step of the way and every all the great things that he does. And uh, I understand you're a fellow writer. And uh, you write sometimes for Dance Spirit Magazine. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how you've taken your career in dancing into the realm of writing. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, growing up, my education was, um, my whole background is really filled with academia as well as um, athleticism, being doing a lot of different sports. So when I fell into my dancing and after I graduated from college, I really felt really blessed to be working to be a professional dancer as well as a professional actress. And I wanted to be able to give back to young, aspiring dancers um, who, you know, just want some guidance. And this magazine is called Dance Spirit Magazine, focuses just on that. Their <clears throat> demography are young, aspiring dancers. And what they want to do is educate 
dancers about the different uh, types of dances that are out there, how to go get a job, how to do your resume. And I love being able to be a part of that. So what I do is I interview different other professional dancers out there and I write my articles. But another thing I like about doing it, I live in Los Angeles and being an actress in Los Angeles, you realize your world becomes about you. It's always like me, 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 me. And that's so ridiculous. You become so like ego minded. And this is a great way to get off yourself and give back, give back to young aspiring dancers. And uh, speaking of giving back, uh, we try to focus on making a difference here, um, and that is a part of this whole world, uh, and you're doing just that with the Pregnancy Counseling Center. Mm. Could you tell us a little bit about this program? Sure. I volunteer at the Pregnancy Counseling Center. I'm there actually every Tuesday, religiously, when I'm not on the road. <laughs> so I'm, I spend a lot of time there at the center, and they just recently asked me to join their board. So I'm now on the board of the Pregnancy Counseling Center in ca- California, and it's a way to help feed, clothe, and give support to young babies in need as well as young mothers in need. And we have a long, a range of people who come calling to us for help, for guidance. And we are there to just give exactly that guidance and support and referrals. And we just have a plethora of information that we are able to help out. And it's a nonprofit organization. So we live, do everything off of our donations, but it's definitely a way to um, help people who are not as fortunate in their walk at this time in their life. So in closing, is there anything you'd like to say to all the listeners out there? <laughs> well, thanks for listening today. And I hope to see you at the next Jimmy Buffett concert. If I don't see you on the big screen or my little screen on a television show and, um, and I'm so excited that you have me here today, Paul. It's been thank a great you. time. All right, Jules, thank you so much for coming. All righty, thanks. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com click on support the show and thanks to everyone who contributes performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano the entertainer written by Scott Joplin end credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano the traditional song Corina Corina your announcer is Dan Gold hey that's me The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.